Hey, welcome to CEO Sprints. I'm Simon Severino, founder and CEO of Strategy Sprints. We double your revenue 90 days. This podcast broadcasts the people who sprint every week to make things happen, who show up every day, no matter what, for the people they seek to serve. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest in about 20 minutes. Let's go. Today we have the lovely people of the Submarine Way, Deb Fortin and John Vincent. Thank you so much for you two for joining us. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for asking us. Glad to be here. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. I was just telling them I'm excited to have two people. This is the first time, but now it's even more exciting. So two different perspectives. I'm interested to hear the synergy between you two. So I first have a question. I see the background in the submarine. Why the name the submarine way for your business? Well, that's a really good question. Um, it's mainly because of John's years on the submarine. Okay. Um, so a little backstory we'll, we'll talk about later, but um, it just felt right. Our, our, we actually have a published patent uh, on a model that came from submarines, which is what we use when we're applying that to our business. So um, the submarine way seemed a really nice way to brand ourselves. So mm-hmm. you probably have a little comment. No, I just I, I spent 20 years in the in the uh, United States Navy and almost 15 of those were on submarines. So okay. uh, near and dear to my heart. And I have not found a better model to, to, to build people and to get the most out of out of your teams than the model that, that uh, is done on submarines. Mm-hmm. So we've just taken that model and applied it to the quote unquote real world. <laughs> Plus, it's a great conversation piece. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody Absolutely. goes. Yes. <laughs> it was a perfect picture, too. It has like the darkness and everything in the background. It brings a lot of interest. Yeah, so you mentioned bringing into the business model. So we'll just segue right into that. Tell us what your business is and your business model. Well, we build leadership through the lens of inclusion. So, you know, one of the things that, that John uh, talked to me about before we decided to launch the company is on his, uh, in his years on submarines, he saw that it was the fairest and most equitable environment that he had ever seen. He said it didn't matter when boots hit the steel deck people were accepted for their contribution and automatically people really became included. Mm -hmm. And so that was sort of the basis of us starting our company, which had a a very unusual start, but Mm -hmm. um, do you have a comment to that? Yeah. The only comment is, is in submarines, inclusion is a business strategy, if you will. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not the traditional, it's the right thing to do. Of course, those of us that believe as I'm sure all of us on this call believe it is the right thing to do. But we miss out a lot. We don't understand how powerful when you really focus on inclusion, what a powerful driver that is of results. So mm-hmm. we we approach it from a business point of view, right. which is how submarines approach it. Okay. And I'm really interested in that because I was part of the diversity and inclusion excellence committee back in college for my yeah. the athletic department and have seen the importance, but really I feel like it's only been a conversation the last few years of how important it is. How is it kind of separated you all from other businesses and maybe to kind of be a pioneer to make it a, a main lens for you all. Yes. Yes, absolutely. How has that been? Like now, like I said, kind of be part of the first to really focus on that. I think businesses are kind of catching up, but it seems like you two started from the beginning of your business. You know, it was, it was very odd because I felt like we were competing with organizations that were still with the sort of the premise that it was the right thing to do and the way they were teaching it 
was about bias awareness and and, uh, implicit bias and a lot of other things, which all of those things are really important. Mm -hmm. But my frustration was, and I had been actually running diversity and inclusion programs in the corporate world for a a really long time, along with my regular job. And I was always frustrated with the fact that I, it's like it never moved the dial. The traditional way of looking at it never made a difference. And we can see in society right now that we're still struggling with a lot of the same issues we should have solved already, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so the fact that we've been able to use this model, we got a patent published on this model, and that it's actually driving significant results, what we call return on investment, and we can actually prove a return on investment to our clients, is a completely different way of looking at it. And a lot of the scoffers from four and a half years ago, when we started this, they're not scoffing anymore. I mean, they actually see this as a viable model that's really working. Mm -hmm. And so who, what does your ideal client look like? Who do you reach out to them? Do they like, do they reach out to you? How does that typically work? Um, yes. We say if it's a, if it's a human being, then we can, mm-hmm. we can influence that human being. So these are organizations that are, um, you know, kind of using the idea of good to great. These are organizations that are good, mm-hmm. but they want to be great. Right. And they see an opportunity to take it to the next level. And the fact that we're able to show ROI, but we're also able to show that their cultures are changed forever with this model is very, very motivating to them. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. and, you know, bottom line business, they, they want to know there's a return on their investment. And the fact that we can show them there's a return on their investment makes it a lot easier for them to justify. Mm-hmm. One, of the, one of the cool things to talk about inclusion and also diversity is the inclusion and diversity of our clients. I mean, every, everything from an NCAA football program that brought us on the year after they won the national championship mm-hmm. to high schools, to colleges, to high-tech pharmaceutical companies, to law enforcement, Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, cities and, and towns. It's like, if, if you want to get the most out of your people through the lens of inclusion, mm-hmm. this is our, this is the model we use. So we get Actually, to work with a whole businesses, bunch. businesses, but we work with a lot of businesses. Did I miss yeah. businesses? You high tech business. pharmaceutical. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. yeah. Those industries. annoying businesses, I'm sorry. <laughs> and so what does it mean, you think, then to the employees or players or whoever it is when they know kind of the higher ups are going that extra step to get that kind of training? Well, it goes to something we call core. You want to talk about core for a second? Yeah, core is there is a methodology system and process to our patent. And the last part is, is the process. And, and it, it means it means the world. But in order for any change and, and we're not we're not really in the we're in the transformational business, not the transactional business. Mm-hmm. You can't just show up and do a training session and everything's different. You have to change mm-hmm. mindset. Mm-hmm. Mindset leads to behavioral change. And what core is is first you have to have commitment. You have to have commitment from the senior level that this is something you're going to do, not something that you're going to do a weekend retreat and then go back to business as usual. When people see that their senior folks are committed, their middle-level managers are committed, they'll stick with it. So that's the C. The O is you have to have uh, on-target training. It has to be relevant to your world. It has to be pertinent to your world. The examples have to come out of your world. And then you need a ton of reinforcement Mm -hmm. because there's this thing called learning decay. If all you do is train and then do nothing else, within 30 days, 90% of what you learn is gone. You have okay. to practice it. So we make sure that there's a ton of reinforcement. So if you have commitment from key players, on-target training, reinforcement, then you'll produce the E, which is exceptional results. So to, to answer your question directly, it's everything to have that 
senior buy-in and for people to know that they're involved. Without that commitment, it doesn't stick. No, it's, it's yeah, it doesn't even start. So they say it's the first it letter. <laughs> well, some will give lip service yeah. and mm-hmm. will get started with it. But if mm-hmm. there isn't, you know, if they're not able to move some of the work off so that they can do training, then people just, there's no time for them to actually use those new skills that they've built. Mm-hmm. And so what does a timeline kind of look like for anyone who does decide to work with you? Is it few months, six months, years, they said it's a mindset, something that's much deeper than just a quick sale and then keep moving to the next person. What does that look like? Yeah, that and that's a really, really good question. Yeah. Um, there are clients that have hired us just for a program mm-hmm. and they can begin to see some, some, some difference. They certainly notice that the language is different with, mm-hmm. with, with uh, their organization but then eventually they'll ask us to come back. Mm-hmm. And the typical amount of time is usually between six months and a year. It really mm-hmm. depends on what they're looking for. For example, you know, one of the clients, and we'll talk more about that in a minute, but one of the clients we work with, we worked with for about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Because we actually started with um, doing secession planning. So then mm-hmm. we helped them look at their entire team differently and then helped them do professional development, which... Mm-hmm. Was it was a you know a pretty extreme path for them because they're starting from the very beginning and and moving forward. So it really depends on it. But the average is probably between six months and a year. Okay, okay, good to know for any of our listeners who are interested as well. And so I would love to hear one of the most recent client success stories, maybe one that pops into your head, since you cover so many different industries and everything. Yeah, and I, I would say it's it's that organization that mm-hmm. I mentioned a minute ago because we have we have been there for about two and a half years. We we came in to do secession planning. They were certain that they didn't have the six or seven people that they needed to replace some senior leaders that were li- that were leaving. They were actually retiring, and they thought they were going to have to recruit from the outside. But they wanted us to do secession planning because they wanted us to look at the internal talent, but also look at what they needed to you know, to, to bring in from the outside to kind of backfill a lot of those leaders who were leaving. And we did secession planning, pointed out that they had a lot of internal talent. It just didn't look like the white males that they had as their traditional leaders in, in that city. Um, and, you know, by the time we were able to say, you know, these other individuals are, are the talent that you really need. You need to do professional mm-hmm. development. You need to believe in them. You need to include them. Mm-hmm. Um, those individuals have moved into new roles and transformed the leadership, completely transformed. It looks completely different than it did before. And that's so gratifying. And how, so how often do you see it where really the issue is internal? Like you said, it wasn't the fact that they didn't have them. It's just having to kind of remove the mud and the blind spots and everything. How often is it that's like, it's not this magical answer. It's really the company already has it. It just needs to kind of reorganize and redo some things. Often. Um, here's what here's what I will say again we work in every possible industry mm-hmm. very very rarely do people not have the right people on their bus they just have them in the wrong seats right so if you can go in and look at an organization and we look for everything through the lens of talent right what are those naturally occurring patterns of thoughts feelings or behaviors what do people really lean into what are their passions what are they just instinctively good about once you identify that you can start aligning people differently so the answer to your question is the vast majority of organizations that think they have to go external just really haven't identified the true potential internally. That's, right. that's been our experience. Probably 80 to 90% of 
of the people that you wind up hiring externally, you probably already have them internally. Mm-hmm. Um, you just haven't developed them or identified them. Not because you're lazy or you're bad. It's and, just and a different lens. haven't yeah. included them. Correct. So by not including them in those critical discussions, you don't even really know that that talent exists. Correct. Right. And can kind of give them that nudge and to see that. Exactly. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> so across so many different industries, so you have the patent model. What is the vision long-term for this business? Well, we said it in our first book. We have two two published books, but we okay. said it in our first book. It's really to change the world, mm-hmm. one neighborhood, one community, one business at a time. Mm-hmm. And we want to spend as much time influencing how people look at this topic mm-hmm. and transform those organizations so that we can all do a much better job of driving what we call community, which is teamwork, but it's teamwork on steroids. And there's this possibility of community all over the world. Mm-hmm. And th- that's that's what our goal is. Mm-hmm. It's a little goal. It's a teeny little goal. Yeah, it's small, but it starts with something small and it's something big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mustard seed. Universe next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and for any of our listeners who want to know more, maybe even work with you, where should they go? Best platforms go for that information. Yeah, we are the easiest people in the world <laughs> to find. I mean, if you if you Google the submarine way, you'll find our website, you'll find a lot of different articles, uh, public relations releases, um, you'll just find a lot of information about us, including we're on YouTube, we're on Vimeo. Um, you'll find our company page on LinkedIn. You'll you'll find the, the submarine way. We're, we're like the first eight pages of a Google search. So perfect. <laughs> we're very easy to find. You can also, Deb Cake Fortner, John Gregory Vincent also, but probably the submarine way is the easiest. It'll, all yeah. roads lead to our website and to all our other. Yeah. And if you want to chat, there's a bunch of different contact um, buttons out there on the website. Just tell us that you want to talk to us and we'd be glad to talk to you. Even if it's just sort of fact finding some people we talk to, they're kind of fat fact finding. They put us in yeah, their back pocket and they get back to us later, which is perfectly okay. Perfect. Well, Deb Foran and John Vincent of the submarine way. Thank you so much for joining us today and sharing all of that. We really appreciate it. Thank you. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. You as well. Hey, Simon here. Thank you so much for listening to CEO Sprint's podcast. If you are a successful CEO who would like to be on this program, please visit strategysprints.com slash minus interview If you got something out of this interview, do a quick screenshot with your phone and post it on socials. Want to know more? Go to our website, strategysprints.com or follow us on Instagram at strategysprints. Want to hang out with other 900 business owners like you? Join our private Facebook group. It's called Entrepreneurship in Sprints. Keep rolling.